Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fruit Snacks. Uh, As I said yesterday, we're looking at compatibilism today and just continuing the conversation about the different approaches to free will that Christians uh, have taken historically and, and do continue to take today. And so today's topic is compatibilism. It is related to the determinist position in some ways. But there's enough difference there that it is it truly is its own position, although it is sometimes referred to as uh, soft determinism, because it agrees with the notion that all things are determined, and yet it tries to reconcile that fact with free will and moral responsibility for humans, uh, accountability which is, as I said, one of the biggest issues that a lot of folks have with determinism is it's just hard to square how humans are accountable for their own actions if they can't do otherwise. So compatibilism tries to sort of walk that tightrope and and affirm that determinism is actually true, and yet there's a way that we can still be culpable for our actions from a moral perspective. So the way that that they do that, compatibilists, is by suggesting that basically so long as I want uh, or desire whatever it is that I am choosing, in other words, if I'm not being coerced, there isn't actually a knife to my back or a gun to my head or somebody uh, dangling grandma off a bridge if I don't do what they want. If I am living my life under normal circumstances and I choose to go get Rice Krispies instead of Cheerios for breakfast, I want Rice Krispies. I truly desire Rice Krispies over Cheerios. I'm not being coerced in that decision. That's my choice so far as I know. Then as long as when I choose, I am truly can say that I wanted that choice. I desire that choice in that moment then my choice can be said to be free. And therefore, I am responsible for the consequences of that choice, even if I could not have done otherwise. And that's really the big uh, tie-in back into determinism. So just like determinism, a, a compatibilist would would agree that we can't really do other than what we do. We don't have an alternative choice available to us. That It only seems that we do. However, if you want the choice that you're making when you choose to uh, sin, what difference does it make that you couldn't do otherwise is, is basically the idea. And this is a key distinction. So we, again, on compatibilism, we don't have truly free choice, but it is basically irrelevant according to compatibilists since we always want what we choose if that makes sense and and so it's this 
I think, a very interesting attempt to try and bridge this gap between free will and moral responsibility and God's sovereignty. And it does an interesting job because it takes note of something that I think we all would agree with if we stop and think about it. And that is that when we are making our choices throughout the day, we really do choose those things because that's what we want to do. And the point that that it's really just irrelevant that you couldn't do otherwise is an interesting one, and it's one worth thinking about. Now, as I said, there are, I think, some problems with this view as well, and I'm not the only one who thinks so, but in many ways, and this is, this is one of the most often levied criticisms against compatibilism, is that it is just a dressed-up version of determinism. It's determinism by another name. And there is a scholar named uh, Bruce Reichenbach who uh, wrote basically this when he wrote about compatibilism. Uh, he, he says, uh, and I quote, If every event and everything is caused, then my very choices, beliefs, and desires are caused. Thus, there is no instance in which I can desire anything other than that decreed by God. Should I desire that other than that decreed by God, that very desire is itself decreed by God. Again, freedom becomes an empty notion, for there can be no desire independent of God's decree. And Reichenbach's point is essentially to say that it's a little bit of a false distinction to say that you want what you want, so who cares if you couldn't choose otherwise? Reichenbach is sort of backing the the lens out a little bit further and saying, yes, but why do you even want what you want? The only reason you want it is because God decreed that you would want it. And therefore, just like determinism, God is actually the one who is declaring what you will want and therefore what you will choose. So it's not really any different from determinism. Uh, in this way. And that's that I think there's some validity to that point. And even if you even if you grant the difference, the distinction between determinism and compatibilism, it is still unclear to me how this does anything uh, to to clear up the notion that God is the author of sin and evil. Again, I'm uh, this is a interesting thing concept, but I don't know that it really solves the problem or does anything to move the ball uh, forward compared to determinism. Uh, I think that they're both open to exactly the same charge and that neither is really any better equipped than the other to to handle it. Um, This idea that you can be determined yet free, which is the, the core idea of compatibilism, in my opinion, is just basically playing with words. Uh, and, and I don't mean that in a disparaging way, but just saying that you can put those words together in a sentence, but I'm not sure that that makes it coherent. To me, the notion that you are determined and yet free is sort of like talking about a married bachelor or a square circle. It's just, you can put those words together in a sentence, but I'm not sure it, it doesn't mean anything. And so 
when it comes to these two views, determinism and compatibilism, some will make distinctions between them, uh, especially if, if you or someone you know happens to hold one of these views, you will probably hear that person make careful distinctions uh, between them. But from, from my perspective, sort of sitting outside of the uh, determinist and compatibilist camps, I see them as far closer together than, uh, than maybe others, uh, almost to the point where they're more or less the same position uh, with some, some different ways of describing uh, certain things. So tomorrow, we are going to turn our attention to libertarianism, which, as I said at the beginning of the week, cards on the table is my personal view, but we're going to discuss it um, at the same level and also discuss uh, some of the uh, issues that have been raised against it as well.